In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Alright guys, well, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. We got so much content to cover, um, you know, bringing us in with the white stripes right here. It oh, gets, yeah. me, gets me pretty pumped. Um, so, I, I don't know anything about copyright laws or anything like that, Dale. <laughs> no, but, you don't say that on the air. Now they're definitely going to gun for us. But that's... Um, just to give credit, that's Seven Nation Army from the White Stripes, I guess. They don't want credit. They want money, Christian. I don't know. We played like less than 15 seconds. Oh, that's true. Yeah, okay. I don't know how that works. I really hope their copyright lawyer or something is not listening to this. Nobody's listening to this, Dale. One thing One thing you won't hear in this episode is Christian's smoke detector chirping in the background. Um, we've got 10,000 emails in the last week complaining about Christian, and I told Christian to change the batteries. All right. Uh, I'll be so fair. Listen, no, listen. please, nobody, nobody blame me for that. For the once, it was Christian screwing up and not Dale. Here's what happened. Okay? It's a little unlucky. I had a smoke detector that was beeping. I changed the battery. I had one damn battery. Okay? I changed the battery. Sure enough, the other smoke detector goes <laughs> out. Okay. All, that I, all that I know is we've had dogs barking. Uh, I've had uh, in-laws re- renovating the bedroom next door to where I'm recording. Nobody ever said anything. And then your stupid chirping goes on for two hours. And I think that is probably the most annoying sound for our listeners. No, the most annoying that. sound is your voice. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was... Starting off mean. Huh? That was mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, there was crickets on your end. Nobody nobody complained about the crickets. Well, <laughs> they were making fun of my jokes. <laughs> Stupid crickets. <laughs> all right, we got way too much to be spending all this time bullshitting. Um, listen, we need to talk about... Um, wow. You know, it would help if I knew what we were talking about. We're talking about studs and duds today. Yeah, we're going to be talking about studs and duds. No, it's just I'm looking at my sheet and... Uh, We've got so much stuff. We've got the studs and duds that we need to talk about. We've obviously got waiver wire. We've got buy high, sell low. Um, and I always say that backwards. We've got buy low, sell high candidates. Um, and Dale, are we going to be splitting this up into multiple episodes or what are we going to be doing here? Yeah, let's try to barrel through. Well, not barrel through, but let's try to give, uh, let's try to keep this under like an hour. I think for all our commuters and all our, uh, I think a lot of people. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got a lot of response from people, um, you know, what they do while they're listening. A lot of uh, gym rats in our audience and uh, a couple commuters. Um, so let's try to keep it under an hour. So if you're listening to this while you're working out, uh, you have about 55 minutes of cardio left before you're done with us. Yeah, those people are lying. <laughs> yeah. They were like, is eating pizza an exercise? <laughs> um, yeah, right. so yeah, Let- we, let's, let's do some studs and duds. Let's tell the audience um, some h- quick high hitters. And some duds, I think, uh, and and I guess our take on them and the teams that they play for. All right, so let's start right off the bat with uh, 
with Matthew Stafford at quarterback. Um, threw for almost 400 yards, Dale. And uh, this is a guy who, coming into the season, uh, Rich and myself and you on some occasions. So I'm, I guess we're going to st- – you know what? <laughs> Let's start this over. Let's start a segment called Sucking My Own Dick. <laughs> I just suck on my dick. Suck on my own dick, man. Hey. I suck on my own dick. Yeah, yes, we do have a drop for that. Even though we don't have a drop for anything else. I'm going to... I'm. Fuck it. I'm starting with Marvin Jones. All right? I'm skipping around. We're starting with Marvin Jones. Because I said it all off season. All right? I have him in every single league that I'm in. I have Marvin Jones. I told you guys draft Marvin Jones. When we gave our player to plant a flag on, who was it? It was Marvin Jones. And who's out here leading the league in receiving yards? It's Marvin Jones, guys. That's the answer to the question. So, um, Dale, what did Marvin Jones Day look like? Yeah, yeah he tore it up, right? Uh, over 200 yards and two touchdowns against Green Bay. Uh, um, even though you know they lost and they were trailing a lot of the time uh, from Aaron Rodgers' four-touchdown game. Um, so they had to throw a lot. Um, and, yeah, it was, a, it was a good day for Marvin Jones. Yep, absolutely. So, all right, I'm, I'm done, you know. <laughs> Essing my own D. I don't know how much of this I should keep saying. Let's <laughs> let's go back into the normal studs and duds. So Matthew Stafford, they were trailing all game because Aaron Rodgers was his own stud. But Matthew Stafford threw for almost 400 yards, yep. three touchdowns, two to Marvin Jones, one to uh, Anquan Bolden, and um, it really you know it looks like it looked like they were just going to get blown out, but they uh, they had a pretty much a whole game of garbage time. Yeah, yeah, they did, and you know. Um for a guy that was drafted, you know, really late, you know, outside the the normal quote unquote elite elite status running back uh, quarterbacks, um, yeah, he's he's overperforming his draft value by far, and I think he just can continue it. I mean, after this game, week four, he starts off with Chicago, then Philly, L.A., and Washington are his next four games. He had a couple of tough games after that, but uh, yeah, I mean, his next four games I think are going to be pretty good. I think Marvin Jones, you mentioned earlier, uh, he's going to keep. Uh, uh, you know, kicking ass, and uh, I think we're going to be looking like uh, some good, really good passing game, uh, passing games from Matthew Stafford in the next few weeks. Yep. Um, next quarterback stud, pretty obvious. Aaron Rodgers, four touchdowns. Nothing more to say here. Honestly, I think um, he was kind of due for it, and the Lions' defense is kind of soft this year. We saw, uh, you know, we saw Andrew Luck do this week one. It just kind of seems like you know. Detroit Lions defense is kind of soft, and Aaron Rodgers is a guy that's probably going to abuse those matchups. Yeah. I mean, is it worth noting that he only had 200 yards? He's barely uh, gotten over 200 yards uh, between week two and week three. Um, He had 199, 213, and 205. So he's not racking up the big yards. The touchdown saved him, but are you concerned at all? Um, I mean, a little bit if he's your... You know, he's, if he was your number one quarterback taken off the board, a little bit, right? But he still produced fairly well this week, and um, yeah. in good matchups, he's going to be great. And in tough matchups, he'll be he'll be okay. All right, so he's yeah. he's he's not the type of guy that's going to completely crap your week. I think yeah. so. He's he's, he's a he's, he's a great real life quarterback. Yep. Fantasy wise, keep an eye on him. Um, you know, he might not always get the touchdowns to bail him out. Um, and then you know for the ridiculous people that started Trevian Trevor Simeon for some reason he was unreal with um 
he was wheeling and dealing it this week to Emmanuel Sanders, Demaris Thomas, basically anybody that would catch the ball. He was he was on point. And um, is he worth an add in any of your leagues, Dale? Uh, yeah, I'm adding him in uh, one of my two quarterback leagues because um, I have Russell Wilson. Um, so I think Simeon is a good pickup if you're in two quarterback league and, and need that extra guy. Uh, definitely. I wouldn't trust him right now going into a 12 team league that starts one quarterback. I wouldn't, I wouldn't jump the gun just yet, but to uh, the, to the people hating me for, uh, telling them to draft Russell Wilson, he never got hurt in his entire fucking career. I'm sorry. I can't predict his injury. <laughs> All right. This yeah. is now his second injury. You're sucking your own D, uh, with uh, Marvin Jones, but you're pretty quiet about Russell Wilson. I'm bad at quarterbacks. Okay. <laughs> hey, I was high on Matthew Stafford and Pontanoose. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, Russell Wilson will be great in the second half of the season. Yeah. I should just stop saying stuff about Russell Wilson. I'm sorry. Uh, but the good thing is, I, I'm hoping actually that they sit him this week. It'll give him this week plus the bye week to come back healthy. So, um, you know, he, he has that knee sprain, but he was still pretty okay yeah. for the time that he was in there. He just, uh, it's just that he got injured and had to leave the game. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, we're talking about Trevor Simeon, um, talking about schedules. I think I think now about week three, week four, you can really look at schedules and kind of gauge matchups based off that. And um, coming up, he has Tampa Bay, Atlanta, uh, San Diego, the next three games. Um, and then he has Houston in between, but then he has San Diego, Oakland, and New Orleans. So uh, he could have uh, – he's, you know, he's definitely viable um, for the deep leagues that need an extra quarterback. For those of you that think that uh... – you know, that strategy of looking at schedules is, is still not the way to go. Um, I'll have you know that I've picked up whoever has played against the Titans um, as a defense every single week, and it's worked out every single week. I picked up the worst defense in the league as far as fantasy points scored with zero points in standard leagues, which was Oakland, and they gave me a nice little solid 10 points for yeah. against the Titans. I, I think Oakland and a few leagues, they had negative points. And, uh, yeah, I ended up doing okay. So yeah, in our fan tracks league, it was a little bit heavier on defenses. They had negative seven throughout the season <laughs> and I still picked them up and I played them because I believe in playing the Titans against the <laughs> Titans. All right. And they got me 16 points in fan tracks, which is awesome. Yeah. All yeah. right. So let's get into some of the running back studs. Um, let's start with your boy, man. Actually. Yeah. Let's start with your boy and then go to my boy and, uh, DeMarco Murray. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he, he had a solid game. Uh, he had carried the ball 16 times for 114 yards, and he, and he uh, got a touchdown. Um, and PPR leagues, I mean, he's uh, becoming the ball catcher that we all hoped he w- would be last year. Um, and uh, he's definitely giving you a big boost in PPR uh, formats. Yeah, um, you, you guys called this in the preseason. Like, last year was a surprisingly low year for him as far yeah, as receptions. Right. And he's always been a sneaky PPR guy. Yeah. Um, he's showing that he is a very good PPR guy because another five receptions, like you said, 41 yards. And that seems to be a very good part of his game. Um, so, I mean... I, I really like Murray going forward. How, how, what's your opinion on him for the rest of the season? Yeah, I'm keeping Demar. De, I'm keeping Demarco Murray on Demar my, DeRozan. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, keeping him on my team for sure. Uh, you know, you might be able to sell high on him if you wanted to get rid of him, but there's really no reason to. He's healthy. Uh, there's really no need to worry about Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry is a great talent, and uh, he's. I think he's pretty solid in his own right. And if something did happen to Murray, uh, Derrick Henry would definitely move up the ranks quick for me. Um, but I think he's keeping Murray fresh. I think he keeps defenses honest. Um, you know, that the defenses that he's playing against, um, 
you know, aren't, you know, expecting passing when the backup running back comes in. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's working out for, um, DeMarco Murray. Hey Dale, you know, who's back? Who's back? LaShawn McCoy's back. Yeah, he is. 110 yards and two scores after carrying the ball 17 times in week three. Um, I, I was probably higher than anyone should be on LaShawn McCoy in the preseason, and I was a little bit worried after two weeks. But uh, the Bills blasted the Arizona Cardinals. Just, it, it was ugly. Like, it, it was bad. Um, not not Ryan Fitzpatrick bad, but it was bad. Yeah. Um, and LaShawn McCoy looked good. And um, honestly, he hasn't been elite through three weeks, but he's still... Um, the RB fourteen after after three weeks. Uh, what, what do you think about McCoy going forward? Yeah, I mean, you know, you were you maybe a little bit concerned that they fired their offensive coordinator, and uh, you know, maybe it wouldn't be that ground and pound that the Bills seem to love. But they're still running the ball. I mean, Lashawn McCoy, he's not going to get you know twenty five touches a game. He's solid fourteen to sixteen touches a game. And uh, I think some days he's going to, you know, score a few touchdowns, and some days, you know, he's just going to rush for you know pedestrian 70, 80, 90 yards. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, what, given that seeing what new England did to Lamar Miller last week, uh, granted it was a Thursday night game. Um, you know, the bills are playing new England, probably going to take away the run game similar how they did against Houston. You have any concern you're starting them and you're just going full, full blast. Yeah. I, I would probably still start him, but I am not going to start him as an RB one. Uh, he'll probably be an RB two for me next week against new England, but um, I, I'm still going to start them with confidence. Yeah. After the New England game, they play L.A. and San Francisco and Miami. So uh, he's he's looking good. I would, yeah. Yep. I, I would feel comfortable with him. All right. Uh, we got a couple of more running back guys. I mean, David Johnson. Um, I I know for for the for you, me, and Rich, we all believed in this guy very highly. Armando had him a little lower than than the consensus coming into the preseason, but. Even then, I think he was still within his top six at running back, right? Something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah something like that. Yeah. There's nobody out there that, that uh, is going to deny that David Johnson is a beast at this point, even on an offense that's been struggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, if I had the opportunity to redraft, David Johnson is the number one running back, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, I mean, even, you know, against a game that they were pretty much out of from the beginning, right? He saw 19 touches, 19 rushing attempts for 83 yards and two touchdowns. Um, so even in a game that gets blown out that most running backs have a hard time, you know, uh, producing points, uh, David Johnson still did it. Yep. Um, you know, number one running back through three weeks, um, just uh, just ahead of DeMarco and, and D'Angelo. So um, I love him and uh, wish I still had him in my league. Yep. Plays L.A. and San Francisco next two games too. So Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, last guy I want to talk about as far as running backs, Jeremy Hill, almost 100 yards and two scores against a pretty damn good Broncos defense. Um, you know, was this just kind of a uh, – was this a wake-up game? What was this for Jeremy Hill? Uh, no, you know, I think Jeremy Hill's get every other game, every couple games, I think he's going to have good a good game. I just don't think you know when to start him. I mean, that you know, the Denver game, you think, oh, okay, Denver's maybe going to bottle him up a little bit, and bam, he gets – you know, 17 attempts for 97 yards and scores twice. Um, he's, you know, you're going to, if you have him, uh, you're going to have to start him next week against Miami, right? Um, but I oh, don't absolutely. know, you know, going yeah. going forward though, it's like, oh man, you don't, you know, he's such, he's so inconsistent and you don't know when he's going to score those touchdowns. 
Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I like him. And he's he's going to be a solid RB2 every week. And most weeks you're going to start him unless he has a ridiculously tough matchup against the Broncos and you bench him like an idiot. <laughs> you still beat me, so we don't need to talk about that, though. Oh, you know what? Dale, let me get that second mile and dig drop again. <laughs> nah, just suck on my dick. Suck on my own dick. All right, so listen, man. Not only have I already won, but I still have Brandon Cooks and Devonta Freeman just to kind of rub it in later. Watch yeah, them get negative 20 points. I know. I hope I hope something horrible happens to them. Um, but when you have Marvin Jones and, um, you know, yeah, you right. also have Travis Kelsey and uh, you play the Raiders defense and Demarius Thomas and it's yeah. kind of hard to lose. Yeah, you can pass. I'll, I'll take it like a man. Uh, okay. Even if you have uh, Jeremy Hill on the bench. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so uh, let's move on to some of our wide receivers here. We already talked about Marvin Jones, but for the Broncos to go along with uh, with Trevor Simeon, Emmanuel Sanders, um, you know, he uh, he's looking uh, just as good, if not better, than Demarius Thomas in this offense right now. Yeah, he uh, he does. Are you uh, are you would you start Sanders over Thomas right now? Um, I you know I still think Demarius Thomas is the better talent. Um, but Sanders targeted 13 times. They're, they're pretty close. Um, but I've been flexing Demarius every week, still comfortable enough to do that. I think just like I said at the beginning of the season, I think Simeon is good enough that both of these ride receivers are worthy of a start week in and week out. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's anything special, but he's good enough to get them through games with that elite defense. Um, those two great weapons, a decent offensive line, and a very nice running back. Like it's enough for them to win games and fantasy wise, he's better than whatever they had last year. So I'm I'm gonna be comfortable with Sanders and, and Thomas week in and week out. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm fine with starting starting no, either. The one. only thing is to me, Thomas is now a you know, low end wide receiver too, um, rather than what I would have hoped for at the start of the season, but he's still uh, a two, um, and I mean, definitely flex worthy at least every single week. Yeah, I think I think Thomas in my ranks he moved down a little bit, and Sanders moved up. I think they kind of evened out. I think uh, I think we're going to see good games from him moving forward. Um, <clears throat> you know, some something uh, we missed right here on the notes before we uh, move on because I just automatically skipped Marvin Jones because we already talked about him. Where do you have Marvin Jones from here to the season out? Like, is he a uh, top 24 guy like where is he for you let's see I'm gonna look at my ranks right now actually um yeah he's I think he's definitely top 24 um I'm going to just look at the top 24 right now and see uh see who it is and see where I, he would fall for me um all right while you do that okay. I'm gonna answer my own question yeah what do you think because um, I he, obviously you thought about this already he's a high end two for me right now Honestly, like he's going to fall somewhere between that 12 to 16 range. Um, and I'm going to feel comfortable starting him week in and week out. The target numbers are great every single week. This week, he only had eight targets. That's the lowest he's had through three games. Yeah. And yeah, that's I mean, that's pretty good. And he had 205 yards and two touchdowns. Like in the past weeks, like they kept going to him in the red zone. It just it wasn't working, right? Because some of these plays are a little bit inefficient in that offense that passes a ton. Um, but, man, I, he's Megatron light right now. 
Yeah, yeah. And he's uh right now he's one, two, three. He's tied fourth in total targets and for wide receivers. Um, last last game he had 118 yards. The game before that he had 85. I think he's a solid you know 100 100 yards per game catcher um, with a sparing you know touchdown here and there mixing in. Um, he had, like I said mentioned earlier he has a great schedule coming up Chicago Philly L A and Washington. Those are going to be four great games for him. Um, we all know about the running back situation isn't great. Uh, Theo Riddick isn't necessarily the you know the lead back to go in between the tackles as is the rookie Washington. But um, I think they're going to rely on their passing game at least until things get going between Washington and Riddick. Do you own him in any leagues? Because if so, I'm going to be scared that he's going to get injured. <laughs> yeah, really. I only have Langford, AP, uh, Keenan Allen. Um, Amir who Abdullah. Who else got injured? Amir Abdullah, yeah. So That's all one team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all your league of record team. Yeah. Uh, and you just traded for Langford in another league. I did. I was like, oh, I'm going to get Langford because, you know, he's, he's going to be solid. And I got him for kind of cheap, I think. And, uh, yeah, it didn't work out. But anyways. All right. So last wide receiver, I feel like I got to talk about him. Uh, Terrell Pryor, who's out here fucking throwing the ball to himself. And, you know, <laughs> um, so, I mean, he ran the ball. He caught the ball. He threw the ball. You know, he caught eight passes for 144 yards. He threw for 35 yards. And he also ran in a touchdown along with 21 rushing yards. Like, he was the Browns' offense, and yeah. the Dolphins almost single-handedly lost to Terrell Pryor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like Tim Tebow-esque, right? Yep. And, um, <laughs> you know, with you know Corey Coleman's out for who knows how long with his broken hand. Um, he's going to – I think he's going to be a wide receiver three for me for as long as Coleman's out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I'd start him in a if – I, if I, you know, if I was in a pinch um, – for sure. Yep. All right. So before we move on, let's just quickly talk about some tight ends. Um, for me, I think the the nice little surprise of Kyle Rudolph is continuing to do exactly what I'd hope he'd do. And um, we got a little bet going with Kyle Rudolph versus Jesse James. I'm definitely going to win that one for this season. Um, uh, don't count your chickens before they hatch. One good game. Uh, look, I do it's think it's not one. Good, well, hold I know, on, I know, hold on. I know, hold I know. On. Okay, okay, okay. I back up, back up, back up. All right. I do think Kyle Rudolph is good. Okay, I I do think he's a, definitely an asset, especially to uh, Sam Bradford, who loves his tight end. I get that. Um, I think I still think there's hope for Jesse James. He's going to be a, in zone target. Um, you know who's the number two tight end in fantasy right now? Uh, let me guess. Come on, you can do this. <laughs> you can Rudolph. say it. Yeah, it's Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, I mean Rudolph, he is he is good, and he's been good, you know. Okay, off and on, I guess throughout the last couple seasons, but um, yeah, I think just watch out for Jesse James. That's all I'm saying. Man, the tight end position sucks without Gronk. Yeah, it does, right? Because like everybody's kind of even. <laughs> yeah, I mean Greg Olson, who uh, you know has. You know, he had 64 yards yesterday. It's not a crappy game, but it's nothing special. He's the number one tight end right now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's nothing uh, nothing special when Gronk's gone. But yeah. um, Jordan Reed still doesn't have a touchdown. He's ranked, what, uh, number nine in tight ends, but he's still racking up the yards, so. Yep. Um, okay, are you playing Zach Miller over uh, over Kyle Rudolph next, next week? Um, you know, let's see. Schedules this week. Um, who is, uh, 
Who's Zach, uh, Zach Miller is playing Detroit. Detroit, probably. Yeah. Kyle Rudolph is playing who? Kyle Rudolph is playing uh, the New York Giants. That's a tough matchup, I think. Um, yeah, I'll probably play Zach Miller. Another one of our uh, studs here for week two. Zach Miller, um, 78 yards and two scores. Um, Brian Hoyer seems to like him. And, um, yeah, he's, you know. a, he's a big target. He's a pass catcher. He's fast. Um, I, I love Zach Miller. And uh, last guy, just before we move on from the tight end position, Travis Kelsey, um, you know, tight end one here. Uh, and looked very good. 89 yards and a score. Um, looked like the top receiving off option for the Chiefs this past week. Um, and they're going against the Steelers next week, which uh probably going to be a good uh, good matchup for them. So I would probably start Kelsey again with confidence next week. Is, is it just me or, like, when I'm watching Travis Kelsey, like, he looks like he has, like, really long legs. Like, he looks huge on the football field. Yep. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how big he is, but when he's running down the, like, you know, down the field, he just looks so big. Like his steps look huge. Um, he, Travis Kelsey to me mm-hmm. looks like the type of guy who, you know, if he played on the Patriots, could be Gronk. Yeah, but you know, but he has Alex Smith. Yeah, so he's he's okay. He's pretty good. He's gonna be a top five tight end by the end of the year. Yeah, I think so, and I think that's exactly where we ranked him, right around three or four, right? Yep. He was my third tight end, and I think our consensus four. So yeah, yeah, I think he was my fourth. So. It's it's all right. When Gronk comes back, uh, we'll see how how much he catches up for the season rankings. Yep. All right. So um, that's going to do it for our studs. Let's uh let's go ahead and get into the guys that didn't do so very well. That's a terrible sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess the guy who didn't do so so well um so very well so let's very use well. our terrible terminology <laughs> here i don't know what the fuck is wrong with me i think i just had a stroke uh turn down the volume a little bit if you have kids in the car but ryan fitzpatrick was fucking horrible six interceptions that's bad he gave he gave a new definition to the words pick six <laughs> yeah that's not yeah. my own joke but i don't know where i heard it i think it was on the radio yeah, it was good i like it i think it was from uh Logo sports talk. Okay. Shout out to um, 790 to ticket for some reason. Yeah. And Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, tossing the six interceptions, it killed Eric Decker. I mean, they just took away Eric Decker out of the offense completely. One catch for Eric Decker. Um, no passing touchdowns. Yep. Um, that whole, I mean, just the whole receiving game looked bad. Um, the only thing I do want to add, I know we're talking about duds here. Eric Decker was bad. Brandon Marshall was bad. The whole offense was terrible. Quincy Anunwa got the most targets. 11 targets again. Yeah. yeah. I think he's definitely worth an add. Is oh. So so long as Brian Fitzpatrick stops throwing it with uh, with a blindfold on. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, some of those interceptions look like like he really didn't care. <laughs> I don't know. Like after a couple, I don't know what, you know, what exactly does for a you know, professional athlete's um, you know, confidence. But um, some of those, it looked like, man, like he just didn't give a shit. It looked like he bet on the other team. <laughs> uh, yeah, was there a uh, Vegas prop bet for uh, plus or minus five interceptions for Ryan Fitzpatrick? I don't know, but somebody made a shit ton of money <laughs> on that bet. Ryan Fitzpatrick's cousin. Yeah. Why is this guy hammering six interceptions? That seems absurd. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it didn't do anybody any favors. Um, 
Yeah. But we know that. Uh, a couple of other duds, uh, a little bit, maybe not surprising for people that believe in the Minnesota defense, but Kelvin Benjamin and Cam Newton were both duds this week. Yeah. I mean, Kelvin Benjamin, I mean, that, I think this was the biggest surprise. He had a donut. I mean, he didn't catch anything. Uh, he just shut, shut down. Um, just looked horrible. Uh, if you can try to buy low right now on Kelvin Benjamin, if you know the owner is worried for any reason after one game, uh, pick him up as quick as you can. Um, I think this. I don't think this is going to happen again. Yeah. Um, there's always going to be those few little crappy games throughout the season. I think this is just one of them. Uh, Vikings defense is very, very good. Yeah. Very good. Like, they're going to win that division. After losing their quarterback and their running back, hey, hey! So my fantasy team still has hope. I, my my team, well, they're starting three and zero, so I guess I can't really. But if you lost a lot of players, you just look at yourself. You could, you know, you could be the Vikings here. Shut up, Dale. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. All right, so even though Aaron Rodgers threw for four touchdowns. Wide receiver Randall Cobb had one catch. Yeah. For thirty three yards. Yep, yep, yep. I mean I'm I you know, I was really worried about Jordy Nelson at the beginning of the season. Um, I think we all kind of talked about Jordy Nelson possibly not being back to normal and, and it would actually help Cobb with Jordy Nelson just being out there. Right. Uh it doesn't seem like it though. Nope. Jordy looks good, but Randall Cobb three straight games without having gone over 60 yards. Yeah. I would hit the, I don't know, panic alarm, I guess. The panic button. Would you buy low on him right now? Or no. are you, you're really panicking? No, I'm I'm, I'm out. I'm okay. out on Randall Cobb right now. Yeah. He, he hasn't, he hasn't he done could, anything to impress. He's done it in the past, but I just don't believe in it right now. Yeah. Uh, he, has, he has a buy this week, and then he goes in the Giants. Um, so, I don't know. If, if you can get him really, really cheap, I would stash him. Um, I, cause I do think, I mean, he is the number two wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. At least he should be the number two for Aaron Rodgers. So I don't know. I think it's a good time to, uh, to maybe buy on a terrible Devonte Adams actually. Yeah. So what, well, you would stash Adams over a Cobb. Right oh, now? he's, he's available in so many leagues right now. Yeah. That's the thing. Like you can get him on the waiver wire. Okay. All right. Okay. Bless cool. you. Thank you. I don't know. Hey, um, I think that was a first sneeze on Eat Seat Fantasy. I didn't get to the mute button in time. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It, it makes our podcast real. We're just real guys with real problems. That's our. That should be our motto. If I could end the show right there, I would. <laughs> we still have more content to talk about. So, um, um, how, how about Stefan Diggs? Um, I'm one of the guys who sold high on him last week. I just suck on my dick. Um, I hope, well, for my fantasy team's sake, I hope that he continues to do bad because I trade him to Armando. I, uh, I, I don't think he's going to continue to do bad, but I think it's kind of expected that he'll do bad in poor matchups, right? So not the best matchup against the Carolina Panthers defense here, who's still a pretty good de- uh, defense. Um, and Stephen Diggs is just a guy that's going to take advantage of of good matchups. And I will. I'm very confident playing him when he has a very good matchup, and if he doesn't, I'm not going to play him. That's exactly the type of guy he is. He is a flex guy that you just got to pick matchups on, and he's going to take advantage of those good ones. Yep. 
I mean, but after, you know, he had 103 yards the first game, 182 yards the second game with a touchdown. Um, looking at over the first two weeks, you know, I called out their schedule. They had Carolina, New York, Giants, and Houston, and then the bye. So that's four games. And I say the same thing about Jerick McKinnon here. Um, I would sell high on any Viking you can right now. Um, obviously, yeah. you know, they played Carolina game, didn't do great. I think the New York Giants, he's going to struggle. He's going to struggle against Houston, I have a feeling. Um, and then they have a bye. So, and you're looking at, you know, you have another four weeks till you see Stefan Diggs have a chance. Okay. In my okay. opinion. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I think he's still going to be fine. Okay. You know, if you want to sell him, you can. You want to make a bet? You want to pick out another wide receiver? Or is it worth the time? Yeah, let's do Marvin Jones. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take Cole Beasley over the next three weeks over Stefan Diggs. Oh, I'll take Stefan Diggs. You want to do this like a week by week so it's not a... Yeah. So it's not ridiculously difficult for Kenneth to keep track of. Sure. But we just have oh, to remember. Big, big shout out to Kenneth uh, for keeping track of our eat bets. Uh, do you know his Twitter off? Because he he talks about the eat, yeah, the eat bets on his Twitter uh, timeline too. Um, Here, let, no. Let's just, let's just take no. a second. Hold on. I'll, I'll tell you really quick right now because I think we do have to get him another a quick shout out. Maybe get him a couple it's followers. It's at the Wade 44 Okay. The, T-H-E, Wade. 44 the wade oh how do you spell the again no i i just don't want to get it confused with d wade because (laughs) oh yeah good point we we don't like that guy anymore (laughs) okay 13 years all right so for this first eat bet of the episode i'm taking cole beasley for week four and burrito is taking stuff on digs for week four all right so let's talk about some taints golden taint i want to be clear that i am taking beasley over digs Hold on. You just say things, and I don't I don't have any, like... What do you mean I say things? We just talked about it for five minutes. Hold on. Just want to... Who does Diggs play this week? So the Giants? Uh, Giants, yes. Don't... All right, fine. I'll take that bet. Okay. Eat bet. Eat bet. <laughs> we need a drop. I can't keep making little sounds like that, Dale. You don't have any potato chips next to you this time? I don't have any food this time. Oh, man. Got a water bottle. It could be a drink bet. No, it's okay. Like you got to take like ten shots of Patron once you lose. <laughs> no, nine is your limit, Christian. We established it was eleven. Eleven's <laughs> the limit. Eleven and more than eleven makes me throw up in the shower. Uh, all right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about the Golden Taint. All right, so um, Golden Taint, another bad week. Um, you know, he's honestly. Man, his highest receiving total all year, 41 yards, was week one. He is definitely uh, not the one like a lot of people thought he would be this year. Um, I'm questioning whether or not he's even the two uh, behind Anquan Bolden, who's got a touchdown two straight weeks, and uh, Eric Ebron, who is looking to emerge at the tight end position. Yeah. what did Eric Ebron end up? I'm just going to go off sidetrack because every time I looked at that game, it seemed like Eric Ebron was catching the ball. I don't yeah. know how. And it was all was little this? short passes. Yeah. Like, you know, he's going up and grabbing a seven-yard pass, like, in the middle of the field. But Yeah, he had 69 yards. <laughs> but he looked good. I think Eric Ebron is in the top top 10 at tight end right now or yep. top, maybe top yeah, even he's eight. seven he's eight. or eight. Yeah, Number eight, yeah. Um, so he's having a good season. And, um, 
you know, I I would not trust Golden Tate right now, and I'd be pretty concerned if I if I was a Tate owner. Um, he's like a wide receiver four for me right now. Like I would much rather have Stefan Diggs right now for the rest of the season than I would Golden Tate. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think me as well. Um, I mean, as when your quarterback throws for that many yards and goes off, and you know is forced to throw that much, and you only end up with forty. Um, but you know that's a problem. I mean, how many yards did Stafford end up with? Uh, almost four hundred. Yeah. So when you don't even get ten percent of your quarterback's yards, um, that's a problem. Yeah. When uh, when Matthew Stafford is throwing two hundred yards to another receiver, and you're getting uh, nothing, that's yeah. that's not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Stafford, right now, just to kind of go a little, I I know Matt Ryan. Uh, you know, we we don't know the score of that game yet because we're recording while that game is going on, but um, we don't know how many how much he's going to score this week. Stafford right now is a number one quarterback in fantasy. Yeah. Through three weeks. Through three weeks, right. And Golden Tate is terrible. Like, yep. what more could you want from your quarterback? In, in half-point PPR, he's ranked number 80. So, um, you know, I, my only hope, if you own him, uh, he has Chicago coming up next. If by somehow he can get on track in that game, um, he does have a pretty decent schedule. He has Philly and Atlanta and, and Washington. Uh, I know I keep talking about the Lions uh, schedule, but if he can get on track against Chicago, uh, sell as soon as you can. It's not, not even worth selling now because nobody's going to buy. See, I, I also want to say something because sometimes I don't understand how things happen. I have the number one, number two, and number five wide receivers in fantasy through the first three weeks. And I'm one and two in listener league. Yeah. But yeah. I did correct the losing streak after I lost last week to Ryan Matthews' stupid touchdowns. Um, I'm a little I'm a little salty about that. Yeah. We don't need the essing my own D drop again, do we? <laughs> um, we need a different name for that. But that drop is amazing. Yeah, that is great. That is great. Um, shout out. Well, no, I don't want to give a shout out because then that that promotes that person, and they're going to listen to the podcast, and they're going to sue our asses. Yeah. I mean, we're you can getting, come on the show, talk some sports. We're, we're probably going to get sued, but the, the good thing is we don't have any money. <laughs> yeah, what are they going to sue? <laughs> what are they going to get? Um, I don't know. They can garnish wages or something. Luck, I hope. I'm really, really hoping that everything is in Armando's name because he set up all our iTunes stuff. <laughs> um, so if there's any bills, send it to Armando Crespo. Uh, good luck finding him, though, because he lives on a boat. My name is Jeff. <laughs> they're just gonna be looking for a guy named jeff because i never even <laughs> say my own name or anything so i'm good um how about ryan matthews uh i feel hurt by him not doing what he needs to do he was injured a little bit right he was hampered by an injury last uh last game after losing after losing five yards yeah that's what carries. That's what they said. Uh, that's what the reports were. But he was also kind of uninvolved in the first half of the game before. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, and this this offense seems to be the uh, the Carson Wentz show. And, it does. Uh, Can I, we talk about? Wait, I, okay. Screw Ryan Matthews. Let's. I mean, what about Carson Wentz here? Are we? Do you have faith in Carson Wentz now? I mean, what's what's your thoughts on? I have enough faith. Like he's a streaming quarterback option now, whereas he wouldn't be. A streaming quarterback option for me, maybe at the beginning of the season, but he is now. Uh, you don't think he's startable? You don't think he'll be like a week in, week out, every week starter? Yeah, probably not. It's not yet. 
Okay. I don't know. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna just look at a. Where's he at? Is amongst quarterbacks right now? Yeah, I'm looking right now. This is always great, great yeah. podcast radio. You know, right. and he's got to be inside the top ten. He has to be right, um, but he's not even coming up on this stupid thing. Uh, number eight. Thank okay. you for taking too long. He's a number eight quarterback. Um, that's obviously with uh, with Breeze and Ryan not playing. They are probably going to both jump over him. So ten, number ten. <coughs> I mean, dude, he's gotten you know points in a in a six point uh, six point league. He has twenty three, fourteen, and twenty seven. Um, still no interceptions. Um, he's looking, you know, he's averaging 262 yards. And I'll tell you what, I'm not going to play him next week. Not, I mean, this week. In, oh, well, he has bye. That's the point. That's the point, <laughs> Dale. That's the joke. Okay. But after that, he plays Detroit-Washington. God, that's I mean, a very good next game against Detroit. <laughs> I mean, we saw Aaron Rodgers basically do everything he needed to do in a quarter. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I think... Uh, Carson Wentz over Philip Rivers? Uh, I'm not doing that. Uh, Have you seen Philip Rivers' next two games on his schedule? No. He plays the Saints and then he plays Oakland. Okay. Okay. I would love to have Philip Rivers right now for the next two games if I was the, you know, let's say I'm the Russell Wilson owner and uh, I had like a sixth running back that I didn't really need. I would trade him away for uh, for Philip Rivers. Okay. Um, like I did today. <laughs> uh, how about over somebody like Derek Carr? No, I'm not doing any of that yet. Okay, okay. Still a rookie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Next, the next game though, I think he's going to have another good game at Detroit. Um, and I think it'll start getting a little bit more difficult once he starts playing. Washington is is not great, but once he plays at Minnesota, um, Dallas, and the Giants, um. You know, it's, it's his points are going to level out a little bit. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I mean, he played Chicago. He only had 14 points against Chicago. Yeah. 190 and one. Um, two touchdowns, one touchdown, two touchdowns. We're spending too much time on Carson Wentz. Like, I don't – in a one-quarterback league, I'm not starting him unless it's to stream him. Hey, don't complain about spending time. You're the one talking, buddy. But I would love to stream him against the Detroit Lions. <laughs> okay. Just had to add that. <laughs> Because I don't want to look stupid. But oh, next, you told me not to play Carson Wentz. Don't start Carson Wentz next week, though. This week. Yeah, this week. Don't start Carson Wentz. I know we're already. I don't know the terminology. Like week four, don't start Carson Wentz. Right, right, right. Because it's the stupidest bye week. Yeah, week yeah. four. It's so damn early. Hey, get it out of the way though. Um, Ben Roethlisberger, Big Ben. Uh, he didn't have a good. He didn't have a good outing, did he? No, they uh, got he smashed. Had, yeah, he did. I mean, one interception, one fumble. 257 yards and no touchdowns. Uh, although it is still uh, good to say that he's still leading, the, as of before the Monday night game, he's still leading the league in passing touchdowns because he went crazy in the first two games. Right. Um, you know what impressed me is he was terrible. Antonio Brown still had 140 yards. That don't impress me much. I mean, Antonio Brown had 18 targets. Yeah. You're still not impressed? That don't impress me much. They lost thirty-four to three, and he still had twelve <laughs> catches. Yeah, that's crazy. That does impress me. Okay, there you go. I was just gonna keep reading things until something impressed you. Um, 
Yeah, we can't play that because Shania Twain will definitely sue us. Yeah, she seems like somebody that would sue us. Oh, yeah. You know who would sue us? Celine Dion would sue us. Kanye West would sue us. No, because we already played his song and we didn't get sued. (laughs) Yet. (laughs) Yet. We need to make a list of everybody who's going to sue us. Kanye West would probably be on that list, but then I'm going to be like, come on, man. You out here torrenting stuff. You going to sue us? Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. No, people hate Kanye West too much. All right, Dale. Let's let's go ahead and wrap up the show. Um, this was a pretty good informative show so far. Um, I don't know. I like it. I like it. Yeah, um, you better. All right, let's uh, do a quick lightning round of buy and sell. Uh, just give me just kind of quick hitters. Uh, tell me what you think, and I'll just move on. If you have anything to add, pl- please feel free to add. But we'll go. We'll just move forward. Okay. Uh, first guy, Latavius Murray. What's the game again? Buy or sell? She's <laughs> <laughs> buy or sell Latavius Murray. Yeah, I'm I'm selling Latavius Murray. After week one, I was like, ah, oh, he's fine. Love Murray. It's yeah. gonna be great. After week two, I'm a little worried. You know, oh, maybe I should go pick up DeAndre Washington. Yeah. After week three, um, I'm selling if I can. Yeah. You know, the, the it, Raiders just don't want a workhorse. It doesn't seem like. If I can't get good value, okay, then I'm just going to hold on to him and he'll be an RB2 for the rest of the year. But um, if I can get a good value on Latavius Murray, I'd sell him. Yeah. It's a good sell high candidate. Yeah. Okay. That was uh, not one word. Yeah, no. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt. Oh, I'm selling LeGarrette Blunt. Yeah, I think we all know why. Uh, D'Angelo Williams, is he worth anything? You know what? I think... Let me rephrase. Let me go back to Blunt. Okay. I think he's a good sell high candidate. But I think there's a lot of people out there that might be willing to sell him low. And in that situation, I would buy him. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, you're exactly right. Um, I'm having trouble moving him because he, as good as he is, nobody's going to, everybody knows that things are obviously going to change. Soon. Right, he's not the RB four for the rest of the year. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, and, and he's not know. going to. Is he leading the league in rushing yards? He's leading the league in rushing yards. Yeah. Um. After him is Isaiah Crowell. Right. <laughs> like, Both of them are going to be taking a uh, good look in the mirror the next couple of weeks. Um. And while I I think I think both of those guys are going to be flex plays going forward, but um, it's going to be based on matchup. Yeah, I, I think Blunt They're has, the running back versions of Stefan Diggs. Like, they're matchup-based guys that I would play um, at the flex position, depending on if they have a good matchup. Okay, there's two things happening when Brady comes back, right? There's one, Brady loves to throw to his running back, and that's probably not going to be Blunt. But two, it opens up the game in between the tackles for Blunt. So you might... There's a possibility that you see a little bit increased value. If Blunt really uh, can take a hold and keep you know running effectively... Uh, I think Tom Brady is good enough to realize that. Um, although, you know, he does, like, you know, we mentioned, he loves to throw to his, his running backs. The other thing, of course, is Deion Lewis, if when he comes back in full form after, you know, week eight or week nine, um, that's definitely going to change things too. So you're looking at long term. Uh, there's just a lot of speed bumps for LeGarrette Blunt um, to continue this pace. Yep. All right. Uh, how about Larry Fitzgerald? Sell high? Yeah, I, I would I would sell. Larry okay. Fitzgerald. I own him 
in the listener league and um I still think he's going to be the Cardinals number one, but um, I don't expect him to be the same guy from week one and two every week. I don't expect him to be what he was last year either and finish in the top, you know, eight at wide receiver. Although I think he's a wide receiver two for the rest of the year. Okay. All right. Uh, So that depends on if you want to keep a wide receiver two for the rest of the year. um, He's just fine, but he's not a guy that I would trust to be a one for the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, there's three guys here, uh, three running backs. Um, I I have a feeling I know what you're going to say, all three, but let's start with Matt Forte. Yeah, I'm selling Matt Forte. Yeah, you kind of have to, right? I mean, he's he's just been so good. Um, it's going to be hard to keep those numbers up. If you could sell him high, uh, I agree with that. Um, Lamar Miller. I'm buying Lamar Miller. Are you? Yeah. Are you? I think the... Uh the touchdown numbers will correct themselves. Um, I mean, where is he in terms of rushing yards? He's number four in terms of rushing yards this season. He just hasn't had the touchdowns. That's the only thing missing. If you give him LeGarrette Blunt's touchdowns, he's the number one running back in fantasy right now. Okay, yeah. You could say that about any player, though, right? And Jesus. Mm. I mean, Carlos Hyde has the same number of touchdowns as the Garrett Blunt. He's outside the top 10. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Something about 80 yards, you know, 25 carries on 80 yards doesn't impress me. Um, and especially against, you know, New England. I mean, they just totally just made him ineffective. He um, has had 11.7, 9.7, and 10.7 every week. Every single one of those weeks, if he just gets one touchdown, either receiving or rushing, you would have been very happy. Yeah, but I mean, the problem is, and this is why his value is so low, because he doesn't get those opportunities. He will. He's still going to finish the season with eight touchdowns. Is he the top four guy that you, you were claiming he was pre, pre-draft? pre I. He is, uh, yeah, he's still yeah. a top ten guy. He'll finish the season top ten. Okay. okay. I'll make a bet on that if you want to. I'll say outside the top ten. All right, that's an eat bet. Eat bet. All right, Christian's taking Lamar Miller. Dale's taking, uh, I mean, uh, Dale's taking the field. Oh, no, what the fuck am I saying? There's no guy we're betting. <laughs> Christian's taking Lamar Miller to be a top 10 guy. Dale says outside the top 10. Eat bet. <laughs> I don't <All> right. know. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's going to be close, um, but I'm, I'm willing to. I, I haven't liked that offense from the get-go. Um, anyways, uh, how about Eddie Lacy here? Is he a buy low? Yeah, I think so. Um, another guy that's ran, he ran last week for a good amount of yards. Um, three yards. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, he didn't get the touchdowns cause Aaron Rodgers got four of them. Yeah. Um, and through three weeks, 219 yards, no touchdowns again, yeah. same issue that I think will correct itself a little bit. Um, I kind of, I, I still believe enough in Eddie Lacy that I think there's going to be guys that are willing to be just out on him that I would like to I would like to trade for him. Yeah, is it just me? I kind of feel like Aaron Rodgers is uh selfish when it comes to touchdowns. No, 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 no. You know who's selfish? Cam. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Um that would have been such an easy touchdown for Cameron Artist Payne if he yeah. would have handed it off. But no. Cam I mean Cam still got still pretty much strolled into the end zone. But sometimes Cam will like purposely keep the ball and like 
put his body in jeopardy because he wants that fucking touchdown. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you're playing Madden and you want your quarterback to get like ten touchdowns, yeah. and you'd make you make sure that nobody else gets the touchdowns. Cam hundred like percent yeah. does that. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that same thing with Rodgers. Um, you know, if, if they're at the five yard line, uh, they're not running it three times. Yeah. All right. So now oh, that's gonna and, and don't start much... Lacey next week. Is he on by? Yeah. Thanks, Stu. He's he's playing uh, BYE. You know, that's typically a loss for the Cowboys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or for the Browns. I guess I'll go with the Browns. Cowboys aren't that no, bad. No, we can't talk shit about the Browns because they almost beat our Dolphins. I can because the Dolphins are terrible and yeah. they still beat the Browns, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. That's not one of those situations where a win is a win, but... No, even if I, even though they won, the Dolphins won against the Browns. I'm not happy about it. Uh, we should have lost that game twice. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I hear you. Anyways, okay. All right, so I'm gonna try to wrap up the show one more time. If you're yeah. gonna let me, wrap it up. Okay, so um, hey, Christian, Christian, wrap the show up. Dale, you want to drop a you want to drop a rap right here, don't you? <laughs> No, I don't. Go for it. No, I can't do it. Come on, man. No, no. Next episode, I will. All right. You heard it here first. Next episode, Dale will be dropping a freestyle rap. He's got some bars. Bars, son. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, reach out to us at EatSleepFF. I'm Christian Brito. You could find me at Fantasy For Dale, you could find him at Dale underscore fantasy. You can visit our website, EatSleepFantasy.com. Um, make sure you submit your uh, iTunes reviews and uh, let us know what uh, what you uh, did with the hashtag Eat Nation for a chance of some prizes and all that or yeah, yeah, shirt yeah, well, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have like a couple shirts that we uh, overpaid for that we need to get rid of because that uh, Richard overpaid for. <laughs> we still haven't paid Richard back for the shirts. <laughs> um, yeah, so we have a bunch of uh, mediums and larges and extra larges. He's not getting his money. <laughs> but he uh he can at least send them off to our listeners if if you want a shirt um it says eat sleep fantasy on it um and you can tell all your friends that you listen to us and, and that'll be good for us and you get a free shirt to keep you warm also you know how other podcasts like oh um i don't want to share it with my friends because um i don't want them to get good and beat me well, this this is the other side of that. Like, right, if you want your friends to be bad at fantasy, yes, share. This is like, go this ahead. Is like a this is like a booby trap, right? We're gonna give really bad advice and tell all your friends that this is like the best thing ever, and bam, we give bad advice. You win, we win. It's good for everybody. Bye, guys. We're just real guys with real problems. And we like to play till the sun go down. Yeah, we like to play till the sun go down. Then we take that town. Then we take that town.